And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Plus minus. Curry, way downtown. Oh, what a shot from Curry! Tim Kawakami deserves all the credit there. <laughs> Plus minus. Tell Marcus that he asked you know, that question about my defense. You hear that, Marcus? Anthony, you know me well, buddy. I have a great night. I think you got the highest plus minus in the season in NBA history. Welcome to a new edition of Warriors Plus Minus. Yes, we're in between back-to-back games, but that Knicks game was enough to pod off of. And we can look a little bit ahead to the Toronto game, which uh, will be happening tonight. Uh, I've got Tim Kawakami, who's still in the Bay. I've got Anthony Slater, who's somewhere on the East Coast. And we've got a team that's won seven consecutive road games to discuss. Anthony Slater, how was the Big Apple? Did you party? It was cool. No. Um, Come on. Who goes to New York and doesn't party? I hear you got Thursday night. You got kicked out of Madison Square Garden. Is that what I hear? Is that I just they kick everybody out? I think of the rules like ninety minutes after the last Knicks interview, and of course they just race the Knicks interview, and then they they boot you. I mean, it is the most. You know, I mean, it's not like it's a place to stay at, right? It's not like, ooh, I would love to stay in Madison Square Garden. Well, I mean, you know, if you gotta, you gotta work. Specific time zone deadlines. I mean, I'd rather rather get to my room. Will they kick out ESPN too, doing all their live reports? Yeah, I think they. Yes, I mean, it is. It is a. It's an over patrolled arena, Mm -hmm. uh, where you they by the way plant us way up there to watch the game. Um, and just uh, they try to keep us away at every opportunity. It is the type of uh, arena experience you would just love, Tim Calhoun. I know. I'm sure. very going. I am never going there. I am never. I, I was there for the finals. Uh, what was it? Uh, San Antonio beating the Knicks. That Tim 99? Duncan. Yeah, and that's uh, wow. Yeah, I don't think I've been there. Maybe I've been was through there with the, covering the Lakers another time, but I don't need to go there. There's always so much going on there too. Like there's the zoo, like they like, have the circus coming in all the time. It's like I don't, I, I hate that stuff. As we know, I, I I don't go to. It was one of the more disappointing arenas, to be honest. Yeah. Like I was so yeah. hyped to get there, and you get in there, and you're like, this is it. And they redid it, right? They redid it not that long ago, and it's still not that great. And it's just it's, in the middle, in the middle of stuff. It's you know, it's a place. It's good energy, but great energy. Yeah, yeah it's good crowd. energy. And you see, yeah, you see history, and history. But as a just walking it's around, definitely it, a vibe. But yeah, you're not. I'll say, when you walk around it, you go like, this feels like a circus. Is like cool. this is where the elephants are. Over. That's what it felt like to me. Like you could always feel there's five other things going on. They're planning for maybe that's why they kick you out. But I mean, other places have other things going on too they don't kick you out but it's the world's busiest arena yeah there's just always stuff that isn't related to the thing you're there for even if you're there for like the nba uh they've got other things on their mind they just want on well and it's on top of penn station yes it's like one of like it's just like this travel hub uh you know the court is basically on like well i don't know like the sixth floor right you like 
you go in on street level, yeah, take, take the elevator seven up. or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a little bit like the Boston one, which I know you guys yeah, have been doing more recently. Do not like the Boston one. Do not like it. Well, that's where I'm going Sunday for the big <laughs> ABC game. So, Anyone, uh, we, we could stop doing this. I know people tune in this for, for the Warrior stuff, but you can always tell the arenas that also have hockey. They just feel more, you know, out, they're too big. They're not personal. There's not intimacy because they have to be bigger for the hockey. And one of the, you know, not, not that it's a big deal because they don't have a hockey team, but one of the decisions that Lake had made on the new Chase Center was like, we're not going to make it to sit to suit hockey. So it's going to be tighter. There's going to be better sidelines. It's going to be a better feel to it. You know, like crypto is a hockey arena. It's huge. Like these, these dual purpose arenas aren't great for basketball sidelines and MSG is like the original one. So anyway, let's a bit, talk a, bit, a bit of history before we talk Warriors. Uh, I was reading this one book, how the, the, the same people who built the garden, obviously built Madison square garden. They had planned to build like nine across the nation. They got the first one in New York, ran out of money on the second one. And that was it. You could find out about that in dynasties, the 10 <laughs> goat teams, Great promo. Great. Wow. Came out of the the left field with that one. Wow. I was like, where is he going with this? Where is he going with this? All right. Uh, I'll I'll spin it to last night and I'll promo myself. You could read, I wrote about Moses Moody's individual defense. That was to the Warriors. Moses Moody is like the wisest dude of all time, right? Like, this is. He's, like his he, quotes to you were like, yeah, "Oh my yeah. god!" I was like, I was like, like "Who is this guy?" He's like seventy-five in his head. It's unbelievable. Somebody I read like this- quote tweeted that my story and was like, "Is this is he actually Moses?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's good. Well, I, I read over, I read your story. Very good story as always. And and I, you kind of guess I went over the quote quickly, but then I saw your quote tweet. I went, "Yeah, is this from a novel somewhere, or is this from like a think piece?" Because it was deep. It was really deep really perfect references and he's going through it you know it's almost like Kerr coaches to that like the guys who have to who do have patience who can go through this who go up and down who don't play don't play then play those are the ones get hustled those are the ones who do get it like you know if (laughs) if you can't handle it uh maybe he doesn't do it as much if you you pop off to shops you know what i'm saying then you get you sit down with steve and you're gonna be in the starting lineup it's just uh you know, it's because it's Looney and Moody. We always compare them, and Kerr compares those two guys, and they're the ones that get yanked in and out of the lineup all the time. Moody played great. He played Brun- He's perfect matchup for Brunson. That strength, length thing that the Warriors don't have a ton of on the wings. You know, obviously with Wiggins out, we can talk about that. But uh, Moody does that stuff. Like he does big wing stuff. He's not going to explode to the basket. You know, he's not going to create his own shot things can get a little bogged down with him offensively, but man, and he's not great laterally on defense, but he does a lot of other tough stuff and it's noticeable when he's out. Seven foot wingspan. Yeah. He's lengthy. Uh, and, and he's, you strong. Know, he, he's strong. Yeah. Yeah. Strong. Um, and, and he talked about last night. Uh, I don't even know if I even put the quote in the story, but you know, he feels like he can have his body, you know, in good enough position to react to like kind of the drive while the length, the seven foot wingspan can still get to the mid range jumper. He feels like he's, he's really profiles as a good defender against guys who live in the mid range, particularly, I mean, we would say he didn't necessarily say this, but power guys like Brunson, not speed guys, right? John Morant can get to the mid range, but John Morant wants to zoom by you. Moody's, I guess, weakness defensively would be lateral quickness, but his strength is like, you know, you saw it last night. I, I know I mentioned it on the podcast that she'll not be named, but there was a <laughs> possession with 
with six minutes left. The Knicks had cut it to five. The Warriors controlled the whole game. They led end to end only the second time all season. But the Knicks had cut it to five. The crowd was really getting into it. Burks cut, tries to get to his mid-range, which is like, you know, it's just really skilled mid-range, you know, kind of operator. Um, and I, it just seemed to me like he was going up for his normal little, like, pump and and mid-range. And Moody blocked it. He blocked it so well, he blocked it, like, to himself. Like, it didn't just, oh, I tipped it. He blocked it to himself, threw it up to Kaminga and won. Five goes to seven with a chance to score eight, whereas if Burks just makes that mid-range, it's down to three. And it never got that low. So I felt like that was an important moment. But within that, uh, also just the work he did on Brunson. Um, you know, you have to pick and choose who you have him defend. But this seems like a moment for Moody. Although I kind of asked him, well, like, well, I want to see what you guys think. Like, is this Moody's moment to listen, finally grasp it? Listen, like, at some point, it has to end, right? Uh, like, he can't keep going through this where... He gets sat, he comes back and play, and then it's like, oh, man, Moody's great. Moody's great. Look at Moody. He does all the things. He's great. He's a professional. Like, at some point, being a professional has to actually reward him, right? It's got to pay off. And it's especially jarring when they keep running Dario Saric out there, and he's a minus just about every time he plays. So, like, we've seen Moody come off the bench and do good things in the playoffs uh, and, you know, and big series. We've seen him do it for stretches of the season, but, uh, but like TK said, because he's not going to be a problem when he gets set, he ends up getting set. But at some point it feels like for the integrity of the entire system and the Warriors way, like he's got to get a real shot and it can't be, all right, we're going to sit him back down again. So we can see if another player gets going, like, like Moody's paid his dues, you know, for Looney, it changed when in the Memphis series, when the starter said, hey, but we want Looney here. Right. And then he couldn't he couldn't come out of the lineup for the longest time. It took, what, two months of struggle for him to finally lose his rotation spot. To me, it feels like Moody has paid his dues. Like he's done it. This is three years now. Like he should stop getting the short end of the stick. He should just block in a spot. And I don't care, veteran, whoever. They should just have to wait because this dude does all of the little things and they win games in margins. Like they can't afford, they can't afford to get go three possessions, bad possessions in a row. Like they get, that's how they get leads back. Moody does all those little things. Hustle for loose ball. He made one play. Was that last night night before where he, he chased down a ball and saved so that was in Washington. Yeah, that was Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Like those little, he always does that. Like he'll have, he'll take a bad shot or he'll get blown by, but he'll always fight for rebounds. He'll always hustle. He'll always give you something. And you can't keep not playing this guy for people who really will give you nothing. And you're hoping they give you something. Well, Chief, who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? I was going to say, name, well, name. Right now I'm talking sure. about Sarge. Right yeah. now I'm talking about Dario Sarge, right? Yeah. Uh, I think, I think he could take some of Pajimski's minutes too. Yeah. Uh, like Pajemski, by the way, is is doubtful in Toronto tonight. He tweaked his knee. It was kind of hurting post game. He was. I think they just listed him as doubtful, not to say out because he was like, "I'm playing. I I play through this. I play through this." So, but yeah, um, it's a, you know, it's a chance to get, time. Yeah, it's a, it's those are minutes that Moody can get. He can get minutes from Clay. He can get minutes from Sarich. He can get minutes from GP two. He can get minutes from Wiggins, right? I mean, you know, he is getting he minutes is getting from, minute from Wiggins, and maybe he will continue to get them and. I think he's earned them, uh, and 
specific to Sarge, clearly Kerr and Draymond talked about on, on the TV after, like, they want CP3 to get Sarge going. But you can keep saying it, and if it doesn't happen, uh, I, you can't just keep going to it, and they're getting nothing from Sarge, or as MT, so they're getting negative from Sarge. That fourth quarter starts, Sarge is out there, and the Warriors have an 11-point lead. It's going to be six by the time he's out. It might Guaranteed. Be less. Yeah, yeah Guaranteed. it's just the way it's going to go. He can't. He's not making a shot. He was not, he's one of those guys now. If he's not making a shot, there's not a lot of reason to have him out there. Um, like he I, has to TK, yeah, like he yeah. walks on as a minus. The other team yeah. is like, Sarge is on the court. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to get a bucket and he's a minus. Yeah. It's, it, it's just a, it, it's a, it's a combination they're hoping for. I don't see it at this moment. I think Kaminga could get those minutes. I mean, you know, Moody could get those minutes too. in certain matchups. They're, they're playing. So other teams play small on the second unit and you can easily play small against Sarge and you kill the Warriors because you bring him out to the three. And then, like, he tries to post up because the smaller guy's guarding him and he can't post up against anybody. So it's a it's a really bad bad set of circumstances. It can be Moody. It could be Kaminga. It could be Draymond. Like, in, in down the road, if this continues, and I can't imagine they're going to go much longer with it, though we know Kirk can get stubborn about this, um, it's going to be other people. There's minutes there. There are minutes. We've talked about the jam. We've talked about all these, you know, roster rotation issues but there are minutes there you can see them i mean it's pretty clear where, where the minutes are chris paul's not giving up minutes from 22 to 26 uh kaminga Kim, i think kaminga should be getting more than 30 minutes he could be getting 34 um like there's but there's other minutes to get and um you know sarich is a clear one we'll see how long kerr goes with that and we'll see how long wiggins is out you know that might be a I while i mean draymond saying in a post game that Chris Paul, you know what Chris Paul's gonna do? He's gonna unlock Sarge, yeah. which means they 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 do recognize Sarge's lock. Oh, yeah, like exactly. Gonna... <laughs> that's that's the other thing. Like they like he basically <laughs> is saying it. But the ethos of this season is if you're not producing, like there's too many guys, somebody else takes your minutes. And it's been true for everybody but Moody. Like that that's oh, Moody's that, the that. sacrificial lamb on it all. But um I mean, he's doing the same thing with Looney as he's with Sarge. It's like he he's given these little like chunk minutes to to keep them engaged and saying that hey, long term playoffs, all that they're gonna need Looney at some point. They're gonna need Sarge. They want to keep them, you know, I guess active. Um, but again, he's also being like I'm playing eleven men in the rotation. And I don't know that that's sustainable. Um, yep. But it's yeah, been mean, the problem of the whole season, right? No you know, question. we were talking consolidation trades going back to like mid November. Oh yeah, three to one, three for one, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, you know, listen, I, I just can't. I, I think at some point they're gonna if if this keeps up, Sarge has got to come out of the rotation. It just has to, especially Moody's playing like this. Um, I don't know about Looney. Might always get though that end of first, end of third quarter set of minutes there well they're keeping draymond's minutes way down yeah, yeah. what's he 29 31 like in in that range these days uh, it's even less like oh, keep keep talking i'm gonna yeah yeah it's, well that's yeah. the tjd minutes right so he's you're gonna play yeah, super yeah. long stretches yeah because yeah. it's the tjd sarich uh minutes and draymond's sitting out the whole time it's almost like a quarter at a time uh, Draymond hasn't played 31 minutes since the All-Star break. He's 29, 21, 21, 27, 29, 27. So. Yeah, yeah, it's that long break there. And maybe it's good for him. You know, maybe he needs that, those minutes, especially when he's guarding Jokic. But he is sitting, you know, that's the TJD. Like, that's it's the double. You're getting Looney to back him up, and then you're getting TJD to back him up. So those minutes add up to Draymond sitting 10 minutes a half. 
and that will take you down to 22, 20, you know, 28 minutes. So um, I don't know, you know, playoffs, that won't happen. Stretch run, maybe that won't happen. But it's interesting to see, like, the, the Kerr is cutting back on the minute count for a lot of people. It's still a jam. It's still tough to get everybody in there. Uh, and I think Sarich is the one that we're all looking to maybe, you know, does he, I'm only, is he going to start that second quarter? Is that, is this, a, is this the night Kurt doesn't start? Sarge? Oh no, there's Sarge, there's Sarge is starting. Um, I'm, I'm just speculating maybe. Then it's like a six zero run by the other team. Yeah. Time, no, out. time out, Sarge time coming out. back out? Yeah. No, he ain't coming hey, back they were out. Good. In Washington, Washington, they were good. And when you're yeah. talking about this second unit, it's only been two games. They were not good in the next yeah. game. Yeah. But, I mean, listen, and it, Sarge could turn around or it could be because, CP3 and Clay are good, right? I mean, that could be the yeah, reason. Yeah. There's all these things. There's all context to everything. But when you, yeah, um, MT's right. If Steve's going to say, I can't play with 12 guys, you know, this rotation is, is I know everybody's competing for minutes, and it's true, and it's accurate, then it's hard to keep explaining why Sarich is getting these minutes, other than we hope it gets better. We hope. And he was yeah. for a stretch, like you saw it, right? He was yeah. making his threes. It was impactful. He's still a good passer, even though when he's trying to do too much, it's almost a guaranteed turnover. But there's he, too many post touches for yeah. him. They love to give him it in the mid post. Well, because, and have him... yeah, because the smalls are, are guarding him. That's the problem. Like nobody has yeah, to put who a big was that? on him. Who was it? Oh, it was Aaron Gordon. It was like yeah. timeout there. Denver's going to run a color timeout. Come out of the timeout and post up. Sarge against Aaron Gordon. Like, I was like, this is not good. This is not good. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. He's got to make some shots. I mean, yep, if he doesn't make shots, it's over. But I agree with you, TK. I, I do think those minutes, like, even though I'm, like, advocating for Moody, like, that, those probably should be Kaminga's minutes. Like, he's a be. 35, 36 I, type guy. And if your yeah. second unit has Chris Paul, Clay Thompson, and Jonathan Kaminga, like, that's pretty good. Kaminga's currently playing about six minutes, getting taken out for three minutes, coming back in and playing basically the final three with the second unit to, to close the first quarter next to Looney. Um, he's got that little Looney pocket. And then to open the second quarter, he's out again and, and Sarge is in. Whereas I agree, like, it, that should just probably be Kaminga. And then Kaminga's up in the 32 to 36 minutes. And you know what? He's not only at this point their second or third best player, like, he's – he is the young guy who should be like 
playing 35 minutes a night. Yeah, they were you, calling him a star openly for? at this point, yeah, yeah, yeah. by the way. Yeah, he belonged on the big stage last night. And I, I talked about this last night on the Lost episode. I think him bumping with Brunson was a big deal. Like, he could have been called for an offensive foul. We all agree with that, that one. That was, that was an offensive It was foul. like, hey, get out of my way. I'm going to give the two small Like This are all signs of a young star. This is what young stars do. They start feeling it. They start growing before you. They start, you know, getting a little wild horse. But it's also wild horse. You can do some wild horse, really positive stuff. And, like and, those three-point plays at the end. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to get fouled. I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish with my left hand. I'm going to finish with my right hand. 22 uh, of 33 on this two-game road trip and only one attempted three. Yeah, and which was an op- wide-open one, kind of went in and out last late last night, kind of had to take it. I was thinking, like, did you, like, you know, it was towards the end of the shot clock. Steph created for him. You might as well try if you think you can make it, and, and he hasn't been making it. He doesn't lately. want to completely cut the three out of the game because I think it is it it is a little bit – disrespectful to him when people just try to put on him, hey, you you can't and shouldn't shoot threes. I think he still wants to show, like, look, I believe in my three. Yep. But he has also more than ever accepted the fact, he even said it last night, basically, like, we have guys on our team who shoot threes. I'm the guy that's supposed to do the other stuff, give us energy by getting to the rim. Um, I mean, they keep mentioning it, but, like, yeah, to, to – what he's made 22 shots in in two games i would say what 20 of those are probably at the rim like maybe two short mid-rangers and that's it yeah and you get fouled and you get fouled yes. that way yes. you get you get you get the other team into into the bonus you get you get yourself i'm sorry into the bonus you create free throws for your your teammates uh, you get set on defense all these things he does uh, he has a really good yell to get the foul too by the way he's like oh, oh, oh. and he gets the whistle and he's going to go to the line and he, yeah, you know he, he was raising that foul drawn error right he know how to do it he absolutely he, he was also like, extremely excited about this road trip because i remember talking to him before it uh, about like he like i'm gonna play in new york i'm gonna play in boston i'm excited about you know particularly new york right he spent some time living in new york in high school um, and I was like, you know, you played there before. He's like, I haven't, I've played there before, <laughs> yeah. but I haven't played there. Exactly. There were right? six games against, well, <laughs> yeah. three games in Boston in a very big series, not that long ago. And he didn't he's like, yeah, I was, he's like, I had a great, great front row seat to that one. Uh, but yeah, he was even, so he has like that, you know, big 30 minute, uh, game last night, a bunch of, uh, you know, whatever. He's probably like the star of the game, and he's just post game, just on the bike going. And like you, to your point of like the guy can play so many minutes, just like athletically right now. Um, I don't know can, if Kerr wants him with TJD. I'm just trying to trying to figure this yeah, out. Yeah, maybe that's it. You know, two rim runners, right? Two rim, but you know, might get thrown off defensively. You do? Do you want that for your back line? But Sarich and TJD. Listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, know? come on. <laughs> I think it's more Sarich. Thing. Sarge is supposed to be the, the, the stretcher, spacer yeah. and connector, right? The, the passing connector. Uh, that's the theory, but whatever. You got to put uh, that. He's got to make shots, yeah, and if he's not yeah. making shots, eventually that's gonna that's gonna need to change. Um, but they like him. Like he's like you talk about the locker room. Matt, Matt like Looney and Sarge are good guys in the locker room. They're oh, Sarge is a great guys. dude. They're great dude. Guys. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, he'll probably get it. He's a vet, right? He's been around. He's had stops before. He'll probably... Remember when Bielitsa yeah. stopped shooting last season? Yeah. You know, he just stopped shooting. He was supposed to be a stretch five. Stop shooting. And then he shut down Jokic. <laughs> he <laughs> goes to the playoffs. <laughs> he had moments. He He's moments. a stopper. We got to play Bielitsa out there. I don't know that Sarge is going to do that, but uh, I understand the thinking. I understand. Kerr loves those kind of By guys. By the way, 
You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Bielitsa, I know the, the years run together. Bielitsa was two years ago. Do you remember who the actual Bielitsa role was? Jermichael Green. Green. I always think I forgot. The forgotten about. year, Jermichael yeah. Green. There's a lot of guys who've run through there and who have not been good. <laughs> We've seen a lot of guys in that role. And you go, okay, he can't play. Oh, my goodness. Jermichael Green. He started one of, the, lot of guys. one of the guys. Later, by games. the way, over Kaminga, I remember going in that game. It was like, well, might they, like, this could be the series that they try to unlock Kaminga. And it's like, now they're starting to Michael Green. And again, the theory was shooter. draw AD out. Draw AD yeah. out. Like, I yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah. I and mean, it was strategic, but it's just. It is kind of wild to think back, like you know, Jamaica Green. I forgot until I started thinking about who was in that role. I was trying to think who was in. We've been through this before, and it was Jamaica Green. Yeah, Uh, wonderful, wonderful warrior, great warrior, as they say. Okay, we Uh, should talk Wiggins because you know part of why you know this uh, opportunities open up for Moody is because Wiggins is now tonight in Toronto going to miss a third consecutive game uh, as he deals with 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 a personal family matter. Um, It obviously brings up. Uh, memories of last season uh, where he missed the final 25 games dealing with a personal matter. Um, my sense, again, I said it last night on the live room we did, but my educated guess, whatever you want to call it, it's like, I don't, I don't think this is going to be a super long extended absence. They're being purposely vague and purposely private because that's Andrew Wiggins' wishes about what's going on, but also expected timeline to return. Steve Kerr's in contact with him. Rick Celebrini's in contact with him. Um, but we'll see again. Like I, I'm hesitant to like 
firmly say anything because again it's all vague but i i don't I, i'm not i don't know how you guys feel i don't get the sense like like andrew wiggins is gone for the season i i don't think that's the case i don't think anybody got that sense last time either <laughs> i think you started to and again you know yeah, maybe this yeah, early not, in the process yeah. you didn't but eventually, eventually yeah. we did i i do think what might be different this time is the team's level of contact with him while he's out. Uh, last time, you know, it was the first time they were definitely sensitive and determined to honor his wishes to be private. Uh, but you know, they they weren't they weren't in contact with him. Like they didn't know what was going on. They didn't know what he was doing. I get the sense this time, from what I'm hearing, that people will be checking in on him more and they'll be monitoring what is what is he doing physically to prepare to come back more than they did last time so that i think that's that that'll be different especially if he's not out if he's not out long they'll probably want him to come back and be ready to go so i imagine that'll be different this time but i haven't heard i haven't heard yet the the consternation that is existing on they're Social making it clear media. it's it's excused, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and it was excused last time. It was excused, you know. So. It was, it was. For no, sure. no, listen. You hope he's fine. I went on long about this last night. I won't go as long this time, but I just think they're better set up for him. You know, it's not as big a void as it was last season. Last season they had nobody else to do what he did, mainly guard the best perimeter player. GP two. Although that was there, when Kaminga was like, "Oh, this guy's really breaking through." Yeah, then, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it disappeared. It didn't again. quite go can translate all the way through the season, through the postseason. But you know, they, they've got guys who can do some of that. Pajemski does offensively some of those things. They've got GP two. They've got Kaminga doing the offensive things. Uh, now he and Wiggins have been fine together. I think that was a, obviously a huge issue this season. But you got some other guys. They're just they're deeper than they've been. They can put people on good, you know, guards and and wings. Not maybe not as as well as as Wiggins can do. You know, all around Peyton can go specific players, but not. I think you can't just say go get whoever we need you to. Jason Tatum or you know Kyrie Irving or whoever. But um, they're better fit to it. You know, they just are. We've seen it. Like they're they they're not as lost without that player. Largely because Kaminga does so many things like, you know, go inside, go take the, you know, take somebody on the post, turn and score. And Wiggins did in you know, 2022, Wiggins did that stuff. He's not doing it, has not done it much since then. But um, what, however long this lasts, they, it's better for them to have Wiggins than not to have him. But I don't think it's this, oh, my God, we, we have no chance. I don't think the thinking is on the team that, you know, with, without Andrew Wiggins in there. They've been through this. It was worse before. I think it's they can handle it this season. Going to want them for the playoffs. Going to want depth, two-way wings, all those things we know this thing has been built on. But I think especially because of Kaminga and a little Pajemski, like they, it's and not Moody. like either or. And Moody, yeah, it's not either or. It's not, okay, we a really good team with Wiggins. We're really bad without him. Like that is not, the duality isn't there so much. It's a little more blend. And frankly, they haven't had him very much, right? They just haven't had a lot of Wiggins since the 2022 finals. They have not had him. So they, they, they've filled the gap with other people and they got guys who can fill the gaps. He was actually, he's playing really well. I think that's the part that's, if anything is frustrating about it, uh, I mean, obviously nobody's dealing with what Wiggins is dealing with, right? Because I don't, 
I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to leave. Like life is forcing him to do it. So not to diminish that, but like he he was playing, he was starting to play really well. This was his most efficient month. Uh, I think he's I think he was at like sixty percent true shooting. He's got his he had his three point percentage up. Uh, he was he was playing. They're playing, playing really playing. well, yeah. right? He's playing he a lot of minutes like, too, right? I mean, yeah. he was playing them. Yeah, he was he was getting, he was looking like the wigs of old and defensively. Well, they found, and they found that lineup, the right? They yeah, found and, that front court lineup, Wiggins, Kuminga. Like that was the the unlocking that Draymond did of, of the Wiggins Kuminga lineup was like kind of the turning point of the season, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, oh yeah. I mean, it was so bad. That's it was so yeah. bad. And then it was good. Like that's that's <laughs> that's the season right there. Uh, but it's interesting, like even this Draymond on that post game is like, you know, people give me the credit for the defense because me showing up. No, the the credit is Kaminga. That's Kaminga's play, and he didn't say Wiggins, right? I mean, Wiggins is important to them, but Kaminga's been the rocket ship. Kaminga's like anything that's good for Kaminga at this point is good for the team. Uh, and if they could fill it in with other people, they can. Uh, they couldn't lose Wiggins, right? I mean, they can't lose Kaminga right now. They can't do it. Like like other than Steph and Draymond. Then we can measure what the net third most well, to, players. I think it's Kaminga. The other thing is right now, so so Wiggins leaves the moment Chris Paul returns. So right now you're basically just turning thirty Wiggins minutes into, you know, fifteen Moody, fifteen Paul plus some. That's not a terrible yep. trade when yep. it was Moody DMPs and Chris Paul injured. Man, especially uh, the way Chris Paul's looking. Chris so. Paul looks good. Yep. He does. He's yep. shooting it well, as as I know you've noted. Uh, he's just calm. He's confident out there. I mean, no surprise, right? He's he still close the game. Close the yeah. game last night. It's, like the one thing about him when he's healthy and he's playing, like he does not think he's falling off at all. Especially when you talk to him. I don't know. Do you guys he, see? He, like, no, well, he, you can't talk to him without him reminding you. Like, he's, yeah, like no, nine I nine time yeah. all defense, <laughs> nine time all defense. He's gonna, he's gonna made, let you know just in case. I think you I made all nine all time. You check that. I think I made all nine all time. Don't call me point guard for nothing. I'm still here. <laughs> I, I was I was talking to him in Washington a little bit about like, you know, imagine if you if that, you know, you stayed in Washington, right? It, well, you weren't rerouted. I was like, you know, thinking like, I hey, kind of a miserable season, right? He's like, I don't think the record will be the same, you know. <laughs> You're like, hold on. Was, yeah. I've yeah. done this before, but yeah. I've done this too, actually. There was yeah. some Oklahoma City history lessons mixed into that. See, I, I, I ain't Ty's Jones. I ain't Jordan Poole. It's a but even, game. you know, talking to him like, you know, hey, there's going to be some nights you're not going to close. He's like, he's doing the team thing. Like, hey, we're I'm all about winning. He's like, mm, but I am who I am. Like, yeah. And I know what I do. So I think you could just, right, there's just, you see that on the court, the way he operates and and the way they look for him. Tim, you mentioned it, uh, like late in the game, right? Like Draymond and Steph are even at times are getting kind of panicky with the ball. They're like, hey, hey, Chris, take it. And then he does the, let me take the pressure. Let me bump the guy He does that reverse spin, puts his body on the defender, Dribbles you can it out. tell he's done it yeah, two yeah, million times, right? Like yeah. the Warriors don't have someone who does that though. Like it's more no, like, no, oh my no. god! Like, well, I got the ball and somebody's come after me. Let me get rid of it, and the ball goes right to the opponent. Uh, and that's important. And we've seen how many fourth quarter flameouts where they just haven't had people who could just dribble out of trouble. I can dribble out of trouble, and, and that's why Iguodala was so important, right? Yes. He could get the ball, and he's fine. 
It just takes a reverse spin. Who? It really takes a reverse spin. They don't have no one who does that except for him. Like, well, I'm Steph can do it, but that he's spinning right into the double. Yeah, they got two guys coming. Yeah, they got two guys coming at him. Andre Iguodala, who was at the game last night, first time I've seen him at a Warriors game. Uh, And PA president, right? Acting president, mm -hmm. acting whatever he is. Yeah, acting president, very active role. Uh, And rumor is he's getting might be in Boston on Sunday as a guest of uh, Mr. Lakeham. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I it's. Andre's, you know, we can talk about this later, but Andre's uh, growing influence is going to be very interesting because I, I don't yeah. think he's just temporarily going to be a big per- You know, he's been a major member of the PA for a while, but now as a retired player, I think he's going to move into more, you know, more and more important roles. I think like he's that. passionate about it too, yep. right? Yeah. Like he's, he'll, he'll be commissioner one day or something. Yeah, yeah. something. Like there's something, you know, where he's moving into something and he has so much respect. I think he feels that people, you know, Chris Paul respects him. There's not a lot of people at Chris Paul, like, says, hey, what, what do you think? Uh, Andre's one of them. Obviously, all the Warriors guys. Steph is such an important person. I think LeBron respects him. Like, these are, I, I see this happening with, with Andre. Did you know, MT, that Rudy Klein, Klein Thomas is now vice chairman of Leeds United? I don't know. Yeah. I saw yeah, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. hell that's Andre's guys. Like, we both yeah. dealt with them. Like, I saw him at 49ers a couple times. I didn't think much of it. Warners have made him a vice chairman of the friggin' Leeds United. Wow. I just saw that and went, uh, uh, hey, that's a guy who got mad at me a couple of times about things I heard about Andre. Now he's vice chairman of Leeds United. That's It's cool. Uh, all right. We're, we took another sidetrack there. Sorry about that. Well, I think we've done a, a solid, you know, middle <laughs> of a back-to-back uh, podcast. Uh, yeah. Anything, I mean, the Sunday game is the one, you know, look, oh, I should say, I know I reported it. The Warriors, like, it might be a tough game for the Warriors in Toronto. I don't know. At this point, you probably already have seen it and know what happened. But they had plane issues getting out of New York. They didn't leave till like, 4.45 a.m. They didn't get to their hotel in Toronto until 7 a.m., past 7 a.m. Um, the veterans are going to play, but, uh, you know, it, it, it profiles as a potentially very cooked, yeah. fatigued yeah. game. It might be so, a quick, quick look. It might be, a, you know, yeah. more of a Lester Quinones, Jerome Robinson. Ooh, you, you, know, you know who could, you know who might have the legs for it, though? Moses Moody. Jonathan Kaminga. Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody. Yeah. Moses uh, Moody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, well, let's quickly, do we think this is, are, are the Warriors destined to be a team that, causes some make some noise in the playoffs are we seeing this now can we safely say this is a team that could win a first round series and then have a shot in the second round series oh yeah i mean i, I think so i mean obviously it depends on matchup getting yeah. denver in the first round would be tough uh yep. but i do feel like a couple of i i think even denver wouldn't want to play the warriors first round right uh i think that that's the level they are same as last year right like you know, six seed get in. It's like ah, you really got to deal with Steph Curry, and now Jonathan Kaminga, and obviously Draymond so. ruining the Kings' golden seed. <laughs> I know, right? That, now the Kings are shot, eight. Huh? Kings are eight now. Kings Slater? are tumbling. Kings are probably Kings the are falling, the yeah. pa- besides the Lakers, probably the the easiest target left for the Warriors to hop. And the Kings are in Minnesota tonight. So that's it could problem. be a Warriors King seven eight. How about that seven eight play? Uh, put it in Golden One Center and sign me up. <laughs> Slater's there. Slater's there. Uh, yeah, that, I, mean, I we, think we would. Uh, I Tim Cowell call me. He's probably I, there for I, that. I've made yeah. every Warriors Kings game in Sacramento in the playoffs so far. I can't see it. Yeah. You missed now. a big in season tournament game. Okay, I could do that. I'm, I'll miss those. Uh, but, but, but they're no. setting up pretty. The Warriors yeah. have eleven games against losing teams. 
Like they need to win the lion's share of those, and they have throughout yeah, the season. That's this the one thing. In a, you know, when, when they were even when they were struggling, you just looked at they'd had a hard schedule. Like the, they kept playing Minnesota and Denver and Oklahoma. Like, and you knew it was going to soften up because they aren't. You can't play those teams all the time, uh, and and so many of these other teams fatten up on the bad teams. And the Warriors have played them well. It's not like they've kicked away a bunch of these games to bad teams. They played them too close a couple times, but. They are tradition. This season have been good against the bad teams, and I just think sometimes the way I think about it is, what would the other team want? Jonathan Kaminga playing thirty six minutes, or Jonathan Kaminga playing twenty five minutes? They would not want Kaminga playing thirty six minutes. The more Kaminga plays, I think the more dangerous they are. Now he's got to be ready for it. He could screw up some games, no question. He's a young player, but if they can get Kaminga into a thirty six minute role. I, I just think that's the team that can be pretty scary for anybody in the playoffs. Not saying they're going to win two rounds. I'm just saying if the team, could, if the opponent's going to say get Sarge in there for 14 or Sarge in there for zero and Kaminga at 36, I know what the opponent's going to want. Uh, and I think maybe the Warriors would be headed that way. And probably Moody, get Moody in there for 15 to 18. Uh, that's an interesting team in the playoffs. Steph Curry said, you know, said it last night. He feels like they're they've formed an identity, and that's big because I think all year he's basically been telling us that they don't have an identity. So he senses something's kind of brewing. Uh, we'll see though. You know, big games coming up: Boston Sunday, Milwaukee Wednesday. You know, no Wiggins potentially in those games, which means one less wing defender to deal with all those those wings. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but anything else? Should we get out of here? Let's get out of here. We are done. Until next time, people, Warriors Plus Minus is out.